agree with me that it's very difficult to see the value of investing in a planner every single year when you use it only 50% of the time and even with all the different pages and sections. Today we'll be looking at how to buy your, the perfect planner of your dreams. You see, the problem is that many planners tend to be very sort of generic and geared towards uh, the person who actually made it. Okay, some of them do market research, but the truth is, it took me years of completing planner after planner to realize that what I need this year would be different and it needs to be, you know, different from two years ago. Because if you're an entrepreneur in business, you'll realize that stuff that you needed two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, it's going to be very different to what you need today. Yes, you still need to make plans, uh, business plans, um, but depending on what you're doing, what you've outsourced, the nitty-gritty, the smart goals are going to be different as you progress in your business. The impact, obviously, of using a planner really increases the success rate of accomplishing you know, various projects over and over again. It saves me a lot of time and helps me move in leaps and bounds in my blog and in my business. So in this post, we are going to uh, look at 15 different planner features that will save you not only time, but take you from the eternal procrastinator to goal achievement. <laughs> Let's get into it. Project-based planning. So one of the ways I am um, able to achieve my goals um, on a regular basis is because I look at um, all my business plans as projects rather than looking at it as a monthly goal. You know, that kind of sounds strange, but bear with me. It may not make sense, but look at it from this perspective. If I wanted to launch a podcast, for example, which obviously I have launched, and I know I would need, obviously, content, technology, and obviously listeners, <laughs> like yourself. Um, and instead of saying, okay, well, maybe instead of saying, I'd first look at the content. So, okay, what would I like to do? What would I like to say? What will the podcast be about? What can I talk about for a very long time? What is my passion? I would work out, obviously, on my map and produce skeleton content for the, you know, the next three to six months. Um, and then I haven't actually set deadlines yet. So I don't pressure myself into getting the thing out the door. But then I take a time and look at the technology because obviously you have the content to produce, to produce a show, but you need technology like stuff to record the actual podcast. Um, and then you have, um, the hosting. So once you've produced the podcast, where would it, where would it sit for people to access it in a public setting? Do I have the available budget for the next 12 months to, you know, get a project, a podcast off the ground? So I generally wait until I'm 50% or more of the way there. Then I start entering things into my planner. One main reason for this approach is that 
I normally have to wait on other people to switch on technology or to, you know, to go live, basically. We all live in a society where we are sort of interdependent on each other. And you have to wait for other people to do their part and for others to take you, to help take you to the next stage of your particular project. For example, I needed a logo and social media images um, to go ahead and launch this particular podcast. And I also needed, obviously, podcast editing software. And no matter how much reviews, how many reviews you look at, it all boils down to taste or, you know, your way of working. A lot of people recommend things like GarageBand, you know, the um, software to use to edit your podcast. I just cannot get my head around GarageBand for the life of me. But I'm using something else for post-production. Um, things like getting accepted into iTunes, podcasting directories, the guests that I decided to interview, what are their diaries like? Sometimes the technology doesn't even work. So I probably need to record a show a second time, even with a podcast interview. Right now, it has been a year since I started my podcast, and it is absolutely shocking that I got this far. And I have to say, because I treated it like a project rather than a normal to-do list. I, you know, broke it down into small bite-sized chugs and I said, okay, once I've got the technology and I know exactly what I have to do and I have the, uh, the content sort of uh, mapped out for the next six months, then I know, you know, I, it's time for me to go live. All right. So we're looking at a monthly goal planner. Everyone looks at, you know, works differently. They have uh, different times of the day when they're more productive compared to other people. Uh, when it comes to monthly goals, my preference is to work on one or two projects. Um, and the reason why generally I limit myself to this uh, is that there's so much stuff happening in the background. Oh my goodness. Stuff like eating, sleeping, doing laundry, cleaning up the house, you know, working, grocery shopping. All of that still needs to get done. Uh, so in my monthly goal plan, I batch work by the week, leaving sufficient room for life emergencies like unexpected things. For example, toothaches, earaches that my children tend to have. And just because I'm sitting in a doctor's office or on the bus or, you know, waiting on something to happen, it doesn't mean that I sort of lost time. I can sit down, open my um, my notepad in on my phone and scribble down notes of uh, future shows for podcasts. So my monthly goal could be set up, um, setting up a marketing plan or outsourcing daily, weekly or monthly tasks or adding new tools to my list. And that's one thing I absolutely love to do. I come across a new tool. I go in, log into the website or just have a look at it and I just think, mm, something to do. And I add it to my list of tools. That, uh, you know, I just have an ever-growing uh, list of tools that I want to check out, whether it be uh, next month, in six months' time, three months' time, in a year's time. So I can always go back and see uh, what those things are. So if you plan monthly goals, then be sure to have um, this included in your planner as one of the sections okay so let's look at personal goals 
So while planning all these particular projects, it's normal for us as humans to have a few personal goals that we are working on in the background. So if you're a fitness or health coach, then having physical fitness as your personal goal would be right dead and front and center as one of the things that you need to be on top of. Uh, obviously, we are social beings, and so we have the desire to develop friendships, relationships, accountability partners, and better yet, a coach that will help us um, get to that next level of personal development. Being an entrepreneur could be lonely, especially as an extrovert. Uh, networking events are prime places to find and fulfill that need for human con uh, connection. Uh, introverts, on the other hand, thrive in an environment where all they need is a computer and sufficient silence to get work done and all their creative juices gushing. If you plan to accomplish personal goals this year, then ensure your planner has this incorporated as standard so you can just, you know, get rid of it or you can always add it on. So in terms of journal ideas, when was the last time you spent time journaling events in your life? Do you remember what you had for breakfast three months ago on a Tuesday? Neither do I. It's really scary when you sit down and think of how fast life flies. For example, the last 10 years of my life is a distant memory. And as you grow older, you'll find it harder and harder to remember every single thing. I'm currently not journaling as much as I used to, probably because since I started this new blog and podcast, it closely aligns with my thoughts and emotions. Many times I refuse to write things down on paper because, well, I'm afraid that someone would find it and I have a proper laugh. <laughs> Other times, I feel that I, if I journal my thoughts, I'm able to look back at my progress and smile. There was a time when I got in new business ideas every single day and I just, you know, wrote everything down and put it in a book somewhere. And as you can imagine, with all the collection of these books and pieces of paper and all of that, I have no idea where to find that book right now. <laughs> and besides, a planner is only good for 12 months. After, after it goes out of date, then, you know, what happens next? One can obviously journal their feelings, their emotions, their ideas, keep them all in a safe place if they would like to. But where is safe? You know, everything is so transient. If you're one for journaling, you may want to consider including it in your planner or at least have maybe two separate um, areas to write things. Your planner will be things for your business and then you can have a secret journal for your sort of day-to-day -day happenings and jotting down of doodlings of little things that's happening. Or you can easily use an app. I use the app called uh, Day One to do my journaling because I can easily add a photo and I can actually reach back into my photos in the past and add it to the journal and it will actually add it in the, the place, the date and the time I actually took the photo as opposed to um, the current date and time, which is cool. So journal writing, I currently have over 200 entries of bits and pieces that I did uh, in my sort of app or electronic journal. Some things I, I in included was the first time I hit the explore page on Instagram. Others include things like my daughter's graduation. Uh, whenever I travel overseas, I also take a picture of the hotel room where I stay 
and sometimes when I'm lucky, I take a picture of the airplane seat where I sat. Um, you can make a journal writing as fun as you want it to be and include as many details and emojis and stuff like you want. Uh, events with friends, your first ice cream of the summer. If one I recall is a photo of a, a, a begging dog uh, at an outdoor restaurant in, it was it in Bangkok? I don't think it was in Bangkok. I think it was in, a, in one of the other um, Thai cities, as well as afternoon tea with friends. What I've come to realize over the years, though, is some years are more exciting than others. Um, but whatever you decide to write in your journal, you may want to um, at least decide if it is you want to journal it in a book. Like I said, uh, it can get quite complicated because a book only lasts 12 months in terms of the dates. Or you can journal it in an app. Um, but the most important thing is if you get into journal writing, you want to make sure it is included as one of the add-ons or sections in your planner. So let's take a quick look at planner principles. After surveying about uh, a good amount of women in several different business groups, it was discovered that over 80% of them preferred a physical planner, which is understandable. However, as I mentioned at the start, <laughs> it is so very difficult to have to find the perfect planner for each person. So planner printables can be a bit too flimsy um, because it doesn't last a whole 12 months. It's just pieces of paper that you print out and you can use them as add-ons. Um, but what you can do in terms of finding that middle ground is um, have obviously the physical planner for looking at what we call 10,000 foot view projects or goals and then use the printables for your sort of daily, weekly and monthly goals. What do you think? I personally would prefer to have a homemade version of a planner printable because I do a lot of doodling, which does not necessarily have a due date until I execute it. I invest in myself regularly and take notes from courses. And these notes, again, do not have due dates until I decide again to apply what I learned. So the application of what I learn is normally completed in segments. So what do I do? I transfer the segment uh, to another book, like a planner, or uh, to my trusty mind map, and then I execute it from there. So in terms of business planning, then, uh, all these particular projects that I execute are part of a bigger business plan, as you can imagine. So one big reason I to invest in a good planner is to see your business from what we call a bird's eye view. And when you're done in the weeds executing smaller projects, it can be difficult to catch a glimpse of the bigger picture, especially when you're just starting a business. When I think of business planning, here are a few things that come to mind. The impact it has on the world, operating procedures, efficiencies, profit, growth, and unique selling points, or point even. So just these six things give me good reason to invest in a planner every year. What I would need to consider do is the layout of the planner, the ability to cater for things like um, dynamics around these six things. And when it comes to business, take the time to consider if the planner on your shortlist can accommodate the flexibility in your business planning process. 
So let's look at a few planning ideas. Every new year, there is a large number of people who have a list of things that they want to accomplish for the year. Some of these include personal business, professional, social, emotional, physical, financial, and even mental goals. So as the year progresses, then these goals either increase or diminish based on a person's circumstances or priorities. And the planner that they secured in November, October, and December is no longer useful because just life happens, stuff changes. So I just wanted to include some standard planner ideas here so that you can uh, be prepared for whatever life throws at you. So think of professional investment, budgeting, meal planning, a sleep routine, a kid's schedule if you have children, uh, business goals, hobbies, a cleaning schedule, or maybe a cleaner's schedule so when the cleaners have to come into the office or to come into your house, uh, decluttering, uh, project planning, financial planning, maintenance and repair. You know, we all have to maintain things before we, because we don't want them to break suddenly and we are without them. Uh, pleasure planning, social interaction planning, family events, uh, social occasions, or should I say special occasions, uh, big life events. So whether it be a wedding or um, anniversary, birthdays, uh, family reunion, that kind of a thing. Uh, quit a bad habit, spiritual enrichment, and then that one thing. There's always one thing that just doesn't fit anywhere else. So just include a space for that one thing, whatever it is. So as you can see, I wanted to ensure that, you know, all of the broad areas will be covered for the vast majority of people. Uh, and you may want to ensure that the planner on your shortlist is able to handle the scenario for when life throws lemons at you. So let's look at some planner tips. In order to make the whole planning process more enjoyable, you need to decide what you enjoy doing with your planner. I really like using different colored pens. So I have a black ink pen, a blue ink, and then a red ink pen. And I like to circle stuff and take notes, etc. But here are a few things that you can include to make it worthwhile for you in your on your planner. So things like dividers, stickers, emojis, uh, as in emoji stickers, or you want to probably draw them in, I don't know. Or maybe a stamp, <laughs> a stamp that you can stamp them in. Uh, sticky notes, reward pages, a ruler with a stencil. So you have the, you know, the stencil that has all the different shapes that you can do or triangles, squares, whatever. Um, labels, an app to scan notes. So when you have a scribbly note, you can scan it into your mobile device and then it becomes an actual proper note that you can save somewhere. Ribbons. Um, adult coloring patterns. So sometimes you have some of those things in the book where you can uh, have those adult coloring book patterns there. So you can spend time coloring because it helps you to relax. QR codes and barcodes. So the whole idea of investing in a planner uh, requires a planner in itself. <laughs> I know that song, this song is very scary. Okay, so let's look at some social media business planning. So as a business in today's world, you have no choice but to plan to use social media in your marketing strategy. Um, I know some people stay away from it at all costs, but the truth is that social media platforms are always on 
So it should be on your reader as well. So how does one effectively plan for social media without losing their hair or running out of budget? And the truth is, it can be as simple as they want it to be. One of the best places to start uh, is knowing, obviously, who your ideal client is and where they spend most of their time. So if you still don't know who your ideal client is, you might want to spend some time getting to understand who that person is. You might end up with four different avatars, as they call it, of what your ideal clients look like. Um, and then once you get an understanding of your ideal client, you can get uh, more detailed in, t in terms of the opportunity of where this client spend most of their time and which social media platform. I personally would prefer to start with um, the platform that will give me the greatest results or the greatest ROI or return on my investment. Uh, the top three platforms for my particular industry are Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest. Um, but for you, it could be totally different. And for other people, it could be totally different because you have a lot of uh, potential clients hanging out in places like LinkedIn, Snapchat, and all those other places out there. So take the time to do your research in your particular area and start with one platform, master it, and then move to the next one. So whichever platform you decide to use, first ensure that you have all of your objectives laid out and your campaign goals before you kick off. Remember to measure your return on investment as well. A good planner will be able to help you see all the different statistics at a glance, uh, month over month or year over year. Let's spend some time looking at a business planning worksheet. Your business is not a static piece of furniture that you sort of prop up on the side of, a, of the wall in the corner of a room somewhere. It's a dy dynamic entity that has so many moving parts so take some time to consider the most dynamic parts of your business. The first few items that come to mind for me are customers, partners, suppliers, marketing, products and services. Because these are so dynamic, it would make sense to have separate worksheets daily, weekly or monthly that will help you and I work through um, planning of these key elements. Two other intangible items that you can include on uh, business planning worksheets are obviously goals and achievements. So when I say goals, not the actual goal setting, but the actual goals you want to achieve, just a one sentence goal and then uh, whatever the achievement is to go along with that. They may be intangible, but vitally important for business growth. You can put aside two worksheets for these items and once a goal is met, you can move to the next one and so on. As a business, you need to uh, spend time, of course, celebrating the accomplishments. Otherwise, life will be very dull and boring. Some of our goals can include business-related awards, um, like the Technology Business of the Year or um, Fastest Growing Company of, uh, in the Technology Space um, for Q1 or Q2. Um, you definitely need uh, worksheet to plan and orchestrate that kind of uh, award system for your business. So let's look at the goal setting worksheet. Now that you have that sort of overall business plan, when compared to business planning, goal setting is the ability to obviously get into the nitty gritty of writing out the SMART goal for each item on your business plan. So just in case you have never encountered the acronym SMART, Let's have a look at it, what it looks, what it means. So SMART, S-M-A-R-T, S stands for specific, M measurable, A attainable, R relevant, and T is time-based. 
let's take an example of what that looks like when it is in a workable format. So say, for example, you would like to become, um, as a business, the number one um, bookseller in your particular city. And that's very, very specific. What is a measurable amount to look at that? So the current number one competitor sells 10,000 books a year, and you would like to sell, say, 20,000 uh, books in order for you to become number one. So what does that look like when it's at home? So if you want to get to 20,000 in a year, you break that down over uh, 12 months, you're looking at an average of 1,667 uh, books a month. And then over weekly, you're looking at 384, 385 uh, books every week. Um, and you need obviously to improve your marketing to match that goal. Um, so it must be relevant um, and in line with your business vision. So is this the, the goal to become the number one um, books bestseller in line with your vision and mission for your company? Can you do this as a company and have you performed anyway in the past? If you're starting from zero, then that might sound impossible. But it depends on the budget you have available and the team that you have to help you get there. The goal must also be time-based, as in we will achieve it in the next 12 months. For example, 31st of December, 20, whatever. So these should be your sort of goal-setting goal worksheets for each department or area of the business. So you can have one for customer service, one for sales, one for marketing, and one for your admin department. A good planner should give you a real opportunity to set and achieve goals and provide a way to add, uh, add on uh, this particular um, section, if it is, it doesn't include it as standard. So let's go to big business goals. So no business is obviously going to survive any amount of time without business goals. Uh, I am at this point referring to obviously goals like you'd find in a business plan, the scary ones. <laughs> I like to refer to them as the scary ones. Some of these goals would include like your mission, your vision, your branding, your elevator pitch, your go-to-market strategy, your income, products and services, marketing, your exit strategy, and your short and long-term goals. Whenever I hear the word business plan, I think of high-level, serious board meeting kind of discussions. Stuff that is set in stone. <laughs> well, almost. I know that is not necessarily the case, but it sure sounds like that to me. You'll definitely need a planner every year to address serious kinds of conversation. A planner will give you a bird's eye view of where you are and where you would like to be. Growing businesses need planners. Okay, so let's look at a goal-setting planner. We and our businesses are obviously two distinct entities, which mean our personal goals list will differ slightly, well, maybe majorly, <laughs> from our personal goals list. So we have goals for the business and we'll have personal goals. Our business is not a verbal, uh, but a verbal being or verbal entity. So we need to realize on, uh, on its behalf. So if you're sick of, of planning and goal setting yet, don't worry, we're almost there. We have all these different elements that makes up goals and planning. The truth is, if we fail to plan, we will be planning to fail. 
And I know that you are going to be successful in whatever you do. So let's look at six personal goals. You have emotional, physical, mental, social, spiritual, and professional. Obviously, people can add more to that if they'd like. Um, but those are the sort of general six. And they are not sort of uh, isolated one from the other. They more tend to overlap uh, with each other and tend not to be distinctly separated or isolated. When was the last time you sat down and planned your personal goals? In the last 12 months, 24 months, 36 months? Does it mean that you need to have two separate planners? Of course. If you sell your business or close it down, you continue to be a separate identity. So you still should have your personal goals set aside. Um, which leads me to a goal setting printable. So depending on your personal goals, you will quickly discover that you actually need a printable sheet for the goal setting exercise. Just like your business, you need to set smart goals um, for personal objectives. We all have emotional needs that are sort of need to be met um, to get, to, for us to perform at our best every single day. Some emotional goals that you may want to consider are things like mindset, uh, the environment. So if the environment is, you know, uh, good, it must be good for you to uh, get things done. Uh, personality traits. So uh, you may want to be more patient, um, etc., or more hospitable to your clients or, you know, whatever that is. Uh, personal development. You know, being in business is the an entrepreneur is one of the best ways to develop personally. Uh, personal relationships. So obviously you have your client relationships, but uh, having someone who would be able to be there for you, etc., is important. But it be a sibling, um, a significant other, um, parent, etc. And then you have motivation. So every day you, know, you need to get up and motivate yourself to accomplish your goals and you want to have that as a goal for yourself. So you'd be, you know, up and at them every morning. To be the best person I can be, I need to understand who I am, what is my purpose, what gives me the greatest peace, what are my fears, what beliefs am I, are holding me back and how to be a better person overall. So sometimes these questions can be scary, depressing, and it can make us feel absolutely worthless. However, investing in the right coach, we should be able to achieve our goals in spite of the odds. These goals tend to be sort of dynamic and change so frequently. Hence, having a printable will keep you on track no matter what. You can also use, obviously, an app um, and save the trees. <laughs> and finally, let's look at life goals then. Our planning will never be complete until we look at our lives from a 10,000 foot view. Our business is just a mere extension of who we are. And even though we are separate entities, we are, you know, maybe one, not necessarily one and the same, but, you know, our business needs us and we need it. We need our business. Not necessarily need it, but that's the way we sort of manifest or, you know, produce uh, what it is we want to achieve in terms of our goals for life. Why are we here? Well, who do we want to become are questions that many people face at the start of every year. Have you accomplished what you set out 12 months ago? I know. Welcome to the club of feeling like a complete failure. 
no matter what we did the previous 12 months, we always feel like we could have done so much more. We give into the statements that include, if only there's nothing that we can do to change the past, but we can affect our future. It is never too late to make changes. And here are four simple things that you can put in your plan to help you with life goals. You can start a vision board, make a three to five year plan, look at where you are now in terms of that three to five year plan and where you'd like to be in 12 months time. Yes, a whole separate section of your plan that should be dedicated to life goals. If your life has no direction or meaning, all the other goals will be absolutely meaningless. So stay tuned for our free webinar that's coming up soon. I will be covering things like all sort of traffic attraction hacks, as well as LinkedIn, Pinterest, SEO, and Facebook. Uh, so get ready to join. In the meantime, remember, remember to subscribe to the podcast uh, so you can get notified of more and more success stories as they come up. And in case you missed it, check out on the posts from last week or even the podcast on how to become an entrepreneur and nine productivity apps that was covered a few weeks back. If you need help setting up your marketing plan for your blog or business, feel free to book some time in my calendar and I will be happy to spend an hour with you going over specifics. The link is in the show notes. If you need help setting up your Pinterest profile or need some um, Pinterest account management, you can see a link there in the show notes where you can have a look at my different packages I have available and you can take advantage of that. And that's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of the week. Bye for now.